Hey guys. Hello. 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 Is you? Hello. Is anybody there? What's up, Zookly? <laughs> Is Bass on Dog Woman there? Bass on Dog Woman, come to your mama. Bass on Dog You guys want to do a podcast episode with the Oifum? Yes. <laughs> with the Bass on Dog Woman. Bass on Oif? We got a little Bass on Dog here. How you doing, Zookly Begless? Zonky Belgar. Zonky Belgar. <laughs> Zonky Belgar, how how the heck are you, grade 10? <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you. Zonky. Believe it. Um, dude, I'm doing good. I shotgun a couple beers, so I'm ready to talk about one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we both, we'll get into it later, but we both felt deeply asleep. Yeah, unmoved. Yeah, we we uh, we watched it last night together. Yeah, it was tender. It was nice, and but <laughs> as soon as the movie started, we we commented like how short it was, but then it felt so long. It dragged on. Like, Dude, yeah, I I, uh, I was watching it with Meta last night in my van, and it just like I was like, oh, an hour and twenty three minutes or whatever, and then like. 20 minutes and I was like, God damn it, I still have an hour left. Oh, my God, <laughs> yeah. Like so long. Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, uh, the part where they, like, grab all the stuff and then it, like, the turtle tries to bring it back and then it all gets fucked up and yeah. then they get captured. I was like, yes, hopefully the Verminator just fucking kills them. <laughs> yeah. And then it was, like, this whole, like, savior story and I was like, God damn it, why couldn't they just ended it there? Well, yeah. Never a good sign when you're wishing death upon the characters you're supposed to Or just, to love. like, have them get caught at the end of stealing it the first time <laughs> yeah. so you yeah. can just get rid of the whole section of the movie where they're not really doing anything right but you see Vern's yeah. naked ass like a couple of times <laughs> yeah it's thick turtle Dude, that ass. was the funniest part of the whole movie is the first time he leaves his shell and you see his little green butt crack yeah, <laughs> dude. that did make me horny <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It didn't, but it was You're kind of a turtle funny, play. a funny little butt. Sure, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, funny little turtle butt. <laughs> it is also, a funny little like turtle butt. This, I don't know. It was just another one of those weird movies where it's like this star-studded cast of just like a horrible animated movie. Yeah, so many like yeah, we keep A-listers. doing it. <laughs> it's like Bruce Willis is the main character, and then there's like. Steve Carell is in it. Um, uh, Wanda Sykes is in it. Avril Lavigne? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And her dad is Eugene Levy. Which is crazy. But yeah. they're both Canadian, I guess. Yeah. That's true. Have you ever heard that conspiracy theory about Avril Lavigne? No. That she's don't... not actually a skater? No, dude. That she uh, died early. I, I don't remember the full story. I could probably look it up. But she died like early back in like 2003, 2004, um, and and was very discreetly and surreptitiously replaced with like a doppelganger uh, in her stead that just like knows how to sing and knows how to do all of the, you know. What do you mean conspiracy? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> You're an Avril Lavigne truther. Yeah, preach. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's a work yeah. take. So for was sure. it the doppelganger Levine? Is that right? Avril. That would have been cast in the doppelganger Levine. Well, I was gonna say it was the doppel, the beta Levine, so to speak, that um, married Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Absolutely. Do you think he knows? Do you think what he's saying? Look at this photograph. He's like. Dude, look at this. Something's not right here. Look at this photograph. Every time we do it, it makes me laugh. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Because he knows it's not actually Avril. He's like... Well, I think <laughs> that song predates their engagement. So... What do you think well, he's up to these days? Do you think they're still making music? I Nickelback? hope so, dude. I think they made like an All Lives Matter song. Or wait, maybe they... Maybe uh, Nickelback again. Maybe they made a a Black Lives Matter song or like a tweet or something. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I think they're still doing stuff. I mean, if it, I feel like if you're willing to do the song Rockstar, you're pretty much willing to do anything lyrically. Oh, well, we all just don't want to be a big rock star. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Are you guys telling me that you don't like that song? Maybe it's just deep satire. I like it a little too much. <laughs> yeah. It strikes. It'd like be hitting different these days. Oh, it'd be hitting so different, <laughs> dude. I fucking dude, put uh, on that track, dude, and I just like all my pain I have a lot of away. memories of like B104 and Helena playing that song a long time ago. <laughs> you know? Do you guys know B104? Yeah, dude. Yeah, Helena's is popular that music station. B104? Um, I remember a DJ playing that song at a middle school dance mm. and going, well, this is a slow song, sort of. What? <laughs> and then I played... remember grinding or grounding to that song in middle school. To you grounded. Star? You ground to rock. I grounded so. with... Uh, <laughs> That's a very <laughs> slow bounce, you know? I feel like. Don't you feel like the... Because we all just don't want to be. A bit, yeah, you. That's it's like, a slow grind, yeah, that's dude. That's very, the best kind. Yeah. Slow grind, best kind. Hot take, yeah. cool take, medium, lukewarm take. Slow grind is the best Hot grind. Take, but I agree. I think I agree as well. Yeah, I'm coming around to it, I guess. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, we just want to live in hilltop mansions and drive fancy cars. Drive yeah. fifteen cars, you know the girls come easy and but and the drugs come cheap, <laughs> and we all just kind of stay skinny because we just don't eat. God damn! What a scheme. Yeah. Uh yeah. That, but uh, I'm telling you, man, that was just deep satire. Mm-hmm. A lot like Over the Hedge had some really yeah, deeply satirical real moments. Um, but before we get, honestly, the thing that bugged me the most about Over the Hedge was it was just seemingly too anti-fat people, anti-like lazy Americans. I was like, come on, now everybody needs to have what are those chips called, like Spuddy Buddies or something? Spuddies, spuddies yeah, yeah dude. it's a Spuddy yeah, little Everybody daddy. needs a can of Spuddies every now and then. Dude, That's I true. got a can of Spuddies. Basically, you know, I got some Pringles at home. Makes you feel real nice. In moderation. <laughs> Who, uh, who plays the bear? What's the bear's voice? That's Nick Nolte. Yeah. You know about him? Yeah. He's grim sounding, dude. What is Crumb looking at over there? I don't know. 
Maybe so a, maybe a wasp. We're recording not in the Hooks Home Studio. Yeah. But in the Crow's Nest. In the Crow's oh, Nest. No. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how the audio sounds, but there is a little salacious crumb scurrying about. Yeah, you may hear some. There are Adonis. Yeah, uh, there's a base that don't go come to your mama oifa here. It's Bush. The only person here hates when that is said is the woman who says it every day. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy is the only one that just like anytime I'm back home and I'm like, it's a she's like, that's not how I say it. <laughs> and then you're like, how do you say it then? And she's like, and then I'm, yeah. And then I'm like, how do you say it? And she's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I mean, you, you got to own it at some point. I feel like it's endearing. I enjoy it. It's iconic. It's legendary. It's iconic. Dude. It's legendary. It's, I, it's, it. I think it's just now entering the quarantine companion canon, as we like yeah. to say. You know, it's, yeah. it's in the records now. The base dog will come to your mom. Have we said it prior episodes with us? I don't think so. I don't think maybe it's. I mean, it's not impossible that we've yeah. talked about it, but this little crumb is trying to get into my lap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He can't jump high enough. Yeah. Come on, you can do it. There he goes. Doggy is taking it easy. Yeah. He's a big lap lap boy. He loves the lap. He's a lap dog. Another update. I am currently a dog dad. Yeah, Crow is a a dog dad. Yeah, a giant bird. uh, (laughs) A giant bird taking care of a tiny dog. Yeah, it's it's you wouldn't imagine. It's kind of like an uh you know, just an, an what kind odd of dog thing. are we talking here? Uh, a little Yorkshire Terrier, a Yorkie, if you will. I thought you were going to say it's like a weird French cat that a skunk seduces. No, <laughs> it, it sort of looks like Salacious Crumb from, uh, oh, okay. from Star Wars. Yeah. Salacious yeah. Pea Crumb. Salacious Pea Crumb. Yeah. Salacious Crumb. Yeah, so there is a salacious crumb, and then I'm sure in short order there will be a salacious crumb. Sure. <laughs> That's a different manifestation. Um, um, but uh, yeah, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, Crow, we've got a correspondence, is that right? Right, yeah. I meant we've to got mention a it rabbit. last episode, but I had to uh, fly the coop so fast. Yeah, the crow flew the coop, but yeah. we've got a... Uh, we we did put it out there. We we've been meaning to hear from hoping to hear from Quasimodo again for a bit. As as um, re- regular listeners yeah. to the show will remember, Quasimodo is sealed away in the University of Montana clock tower. He went there after the Notre Dame burned down, and he had a copy of John Krakauer's book. Yeah, <laughs> and so he was like, "I'm gonna go there." <laughs> and so he's sealed away there. He's been training a couple of pigeons to fetch him uh, rotten bananas to eat. And yeah. he huffs a lot of paint. Right. And he listens to the show. <laughs> At any rate, I received a rather long letter from him. It was oh, nice God. to hear his voice and to know that he's alive. But You uh, heard his voice? No, well, in my head, I just picture his voice. What, okay. what, do you, what do you imagine Quasimodo's voice sounds like? I mean, what does he sound like in the film? I don't remember. I haven't seen it. 
Do you think he looks the same as in the film? Yes, I'm imagining he does. Definitely. He's got that one big buggy eye. And <laughs> yeah. He little, just poke him. The yeah. little tooth and the big hump on his back. There's some character to him. Yeah, he's got some character. You well, yeah, this is what he said to me. Again, interesting. I've pointed this out before that he seems to only address me. He completely ignores me. Yeah, your he doesn't care for doesn't care for old hooks. <laughs> uh, at any rate, uh, to my dearest crow, hearing your soothing cause again was exactly the kind of encouragement I needed. I began to worry that I'd never have someone to talk to again, which is a thought I just wasn't ready to entertain. That is, until I ate a healthy serving of those rotten bananas that the pigeons have been bringing me. Yes, they are still bringing me those bananas still. The sweet smell of fermented banana shine soothes the savage beast within. How are you faring down there at the station, Crow? Is everything okay? Is everyone a bird now? One of the pigeons, more specifically the uncouth offspring of two birds I trained and then savagely consumed, came soaring into my belfry a week or so ago with a shred of newspaper stuck to his right foot. After prayer and my big 11 a.m. hit of acid <laughs> acetone, <laughs> I decided to inspect just to see if I could make sense of what's going on out in the world. All the torn scrap said was bird flu and huge font. I thought to myself, that's quite a catchy headline, but then nodded off from the fumes. <laughs> Upon waking up, I immediately reversed birth the massive wad of newspaper soaked in nail polish remover, <laughs> which put me in the most blissful fugue state for about two more hours. Well, the most bizarre thing happened next. I was visited by a moth in my dreams. Not too big, not too dusty. <laughs> what plagues the world, friendly moth? I inquired of my winged brethren. The moth then took me to a tower high above the one I currently reside in and showed me what horrors had fallen on the world. Birds, birds everywhere. Birds in the stores, birds in the restaurants, <laughs> birds in the churches, even birds in the White House, gnashing their beaks and twisting their heads in troubling movements. This is a most unholy problem we have on our hands, Crow. I'm aware of your status as an avian, and I respect it. But as the de facto spokesperson for both humans and birds alike, is there anything you can do to reverse this? My mind has grown quite re weary from attempting to solve this problem, but I know humanity is doomed if I'm the only remaining human. In the great taxonomy of things, will we now say, <laughs> will we now say if something is either a bird or non-bird? My mind reels at the horrible thought. There's hardly enough nail polish remover for me, let alone my offspring. Till next time, Quasimodo. <laughs> wow. So, something's happened to him. Um, clearly, he has. he's like under the impression that... Everything, everyone around him. He has, thinks everyone's become a bird. He thinks everyone has become. He thinks a bird. everyone's changed to birds. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Quasimodo. If this is your only source with the outside world, people aren't turning into birds. People are not birds. Um. You can rest. <laughs> You're not the last person. <laughs> you could rest well tonight, knowing that not everyone, no one, no one has turned into a bird yet, as far yeah. as I know. That's, yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen it myself. As far as I know, I am the only one that that has occurred to. Um, so you were a human, but you turned into a bird. 
Yes. I mean, I've only known you as in a talking bird form. I was once a human. Um, so that's how you learned how to talk down south. Yeah. yeah. And then I got involved in some um, weird voodoo uh, and then have become a bird. Oh, well, maybe we'll. And by voodoo, you mean turtle boy? Uh, yeah, that was a part of it. <laughs> that contributed. <laughs> <laughs> More on that later. Yeah, Turtle Boy. I forgot. I can for I only for like two episodes did I ever introduce you as Mr. Stone. <laughs> Turtle Boy, <laughs> my talking crow. You want to you want to do a little intro? Yeah, I got we, some good theme music this week. Yeah, what you got? Oh, you didn't want to know. Makes me queasy. I think it's loud. How great I am. Oh my Gotta God. tell myself, Whoa. yeah, I'm a man. Looks grim right now. Do you not feel nauseous? Pretty soon yeah. we'll be laughing about Slow fade out from uh, Ben Fold's oh. Family of Me, God. the original song from this great movie we're talking about this week with our good friend. Um, yeah, Hook's here, as always, for another quarantine companion with uh, Mr. Stunt, Turtle Boy, uh, my very own Talking Crow host. The avian comes out, and then of course we're joined again by our good friend Zonky Bolgar, grade ten. <laughs> no, dude, I go by Jonathan second in command these days. Yeah, <laughs> you're the new. You've assumed the mantle of Jonathan second in command. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to seriously hurt Mr. Stone. <laughs> <laughs> we seriously hurt Mr. Stone, dude. It, dude. Oh man, it's a rigorous. Uh application process uh, for so. stunt crew 57 yeah, so for the yeah, role of the second in command second in command is no walk in the park my friend <laughs> dude they did, did or did they seriously hurt mr stunt <laughs> dude one time yeah, dude, if you watch the video he so, uh, hits the garbage lid in the garage like door pretty hard and he seriously got hurt bro yeah, i really did get hurt that the garbage can lid went straight into my left eye um like the corner of it um, it, it hurt pretty bad and I couldn't see out of it for like a few days. Wow. Yeah. So they did seriously hurt Mr. Stone. Yeah, it was not chill, but you know, you got to do it for Turtle the Turtle boy, dude. you know, going to your shell. So did you relate a lot to Vern in this movie being formerly the crew host, formerly known as Turtle Boy? Yeah. Um, Vern and I definitely see eye to eye. Um, <laughs> like when Mr. Stunt is about to do something, does his tail wiggle? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that and um, it's tingly tail yeah, wiggles, baby. My, my tail certainly starts to wiggle, and it's I have a certain level of respect for other people's snacks uh, that I <laughs> sort of agree with Vern on. You know, like people's snacks are theirs unless they offer them to you, because snacks are such a oh. precious commodity, dude. Yeah, that's the lesson of this movie. 
<laughs> I mean, it's like aren't important. It's like all fucking snack food. I feel like you. See. I know. I'm like that bear would rather be eaten, or maybe I guess the bear whose name I'm forgetting um, just remembered or realized that like eating a Grinch style wagon full <laughs> of snack food would form an even sturdier cork mass in his ass to prevent <laughs> shitting. Because yeah. that's what they do over hibernation is they eat a lot of, you know, like twigs. And berries. And berries and yeah. mud and dirt and stuff to just create a, a, as we, a sort of organic version of what we see happen to Stella in this movie of, right. a, of an ass cork. <laughs> To prevent anything coming out so that when they're sleeping for months on end in their hibernation, they're not shitting also. Right. That's right. That's right. And so, you know. That's just science right there, bro. Yeah. I think that, like, yeah, eating eating a Grinch wagon full of snack food would probably form. I feel like, in my experience, it would form a big blockage, right? Yeah. But that is really only just, like, a, you know, a time bomb before the dam breaks. Well, I feel like it, you know, this sort of harkens back to our conversation about the uh, most popular snack or movie theater uh, candy. You're, of course, talking about a milk, dud milk jug. Yeah, because I, I can imagine at least Three somewhere in that ago. large pile of uh, fucking junk food that the bear had, there was a huge bucket, you know, those large like Costco buckets of uh, red vines. Something and you might I call he, a fuck it bucket. Yeah. I bet you ever that, fuck one of those red vine buckets? The thought has crossed my mind. <laughs> Have you gone there yet? No, the thought has never crossed my mind until now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Multi-purpose. I can kind of, you know, like get where the bear is coming from. Like if mama's got a squirt, she's got a squirt, you know, like you yeah. still, it's all coming out the same end, you know. For sure. Yeah, that's true, I guess. But for like, sure. you know, you can eat, you know, like fucking eat, throw a Greek yogurt in there. Yeah, get some get the, probiotics. Get the system right now. Get, <laughs> get some good bacteria going. Some activia. Just, just kind of push things along, you know, if that's what you're trying to do. I guess if you're not trying to do that, maybe that's fine. Do you well, think kombucha, speaking of good bacteria, was in Over the Hedge? Like I don't think point? it was in yeah. the zeitgeist yet at that point. No, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know the guy, have you ever seen like footage of that guy that like invented kombucha? There's Mr. Footage. Hands. Mr. Hands. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah. And that's pretty good. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. He broke the internet. That was, or I thought, wouldn't it be better if it was the guy from One Guy, One Jar? Oof. <laughs> and maybe he, squirt, you know, he had to squirt. So. Maybe he was like, "Oh my god, all of this!" Trying to come oh up god. with a system where you know, instead of screwing a cap on the jar and letting the yeast ferment or whatever, he just shoved it up his ass. <laughs> and it went horribly, There's horribly so many awry. Possibilities with that blood. It yeah. went horribly awry. I've heard more far-fetched theories before I, it, it adds up it's not the craziest thing i ever heard <laughs> yeah. uh but anyways where were we uh, where were we but over the uh dude i could not believe too well what i'm saying with the bear 
in the red vines is maybe there was some sort of wax mass that developed. A wax mass in its ass. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. And but maybe, we didn't see any red vines. We maybe. didn't see any big jug of licorice. No, you don't see it, but it's implied. To me, I didn't pick up on that implication. Oh. <laughs> well, if there's a vending machine, there's red vines. Mm-hmm. We can all agree on that. No, right? no. Yeah, dude, I was going to say, I've been to quite a few vending machines <laughs> in my day, and some of them have them, some of them don't. So I don't know where the I've fuck seen a vending machine with vending Twizzlers before. To, I ain't never seen a vending machine with red vines. Well, you can so I check mean, your facts. Just use liberal. simple deduction. If they can sell Twizzlers in a vending machine, they can sell red vines. Surely. They can, but they don't. Yes. <laughs> They could, but they don't. They can, but they don't. I've never seen it. I don't think it exists. There are no yeah, red it sounds vines. like a bunch of fucking... Like, there like are no red vines, vines in vending machines. Dude, I'm going to... Pu- yeah, uh, dude, dude, check I, your facts before you just spew bullshit, all right? Yeah. I'm going on a hunt tomorrow. Yeah. In, in this great city of Missoula for, for a You're not going to find any. I will... Bring your your so we last to a we last had uh, Ziki Bulger on uh, a couple months ago now, dude. Like April 11th was open season. Does it feel like it's been two months? Oh my god, dude! It culminated into two months because that's how long over the hedge felt. <laughs> yeah, sick burn. To me, it didn't feel like that long. Like just. Fucking I, April 11th feels like a million years ago. Just drifted by. Yeah, I could see that. But also like two days ago. Right. You know? Yeah, totally. It's crazy. <clears throat> it's pretty crazy when you think about like relativity, dude, and like Whoa. relativity of time, dude. It's just like a Whoa. perception of reality dude and like is there a shared experience of it should and I, like does that make it not even like real then dude should i leave bro? the bowl bro <laughs> oh man dude this guy's like hanging on to the piece dude pass it around dude that was like the wokest shit i've ever heard take the red pill yeah dude i did take the red pill i am woke <laughs> you did God. hear it here first um so Crow and I watched this movie yesterday and we had uh we had smoked some nap weed, some heady nap weed. Yeah. Cause boy were, did we get so tired as soon as this movie started. Oh my god. At like yeah, thirty yeah. minutes in I was just yawning up a storm, like, oh my god, when is this fucking movie gonna end? Oh, the Sandman drifted fast. This is yeah, this is our culmination of our trilogy of terrible animated movies with stellar voice casts for whatever reason we started with hoodwinked we did open season we're doing over the hedge i think this was my least favorite one i would say that this is probably like my viewing of this last night was probably one of my worst like movie experiences in my life <laughs> i think i would agree too this was pretty fucking bad i dude the soundtrack was abhorrent <laughs> yeah, yeah it, even how bad some of the sh- shit was in hoodwinked oh this my was god ben folds like you know make a meme of just ben, a picture of ben folds and then it's that still from True Detective 
where Russ Cole is saying to that lady, I think if you get the chance, you should kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Make exactly. that meme because this guy, he's problematic because for doing and still performing a cover of uh, what what uh, some kind of rap song. Bitches Ain't Shit. You know that song? No, I don't know that song. Uh, bitches Ain't Shit. But hoes and, tricks. and tricks. I think it's how it goes. But then it gets like very crass after that. But he kind of rose to prominence with doing his own bullshit, but then also a very like famous cover where he would like, you know, play the piano and do that song and say all the racial slurs with like real relish. Oh God. <laughs> uh, even though they're not for him. <laughs> um oh and so people don't like him for that. But then also just this is some of the worst bullshit I ever heard in my life, these songs. Yeah, dude. This was I mean, if not worse, on par with uh Red is blue. Yeah. Oh my that, god. Yeah, Do dude. You guys remember the, that shit? At the level of red is blue from Hoodwinked, which I was red. like, I remember listening to that and being like, did fucking Ben Folds write this song? And I think maybe he'd wait, dude. He did. Didn't, didn't he? he have some involvement? No, I'm pretty sure that was his song. Oh my god. He's That's the bane saying. of my existence. This guy. Yeah, I know. He's terrible. He's terrible. But I, I mean, apart from that, also the movie just for how much it had going with it for it with the cast and where animation was at. It, oh, God damn dude. It could have been. Yeah, so dude, dude he did. He fucking wrote red is blue. Yeah. And he wrote the movie, the songs for this movie. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, dude. What a hack. So there's a connection. I was trying to think of the connection between these mm-hmm. three movies that we've seen. Yeah. You were asking that last night yeah. and I didn't know what you were talking about, but it was Ben folds, the motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What terrible. What did you think about the tunes, Zonky Bigar? <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> did we lose him? Okay. Well, we'll see if he comes back on. Yeah, he may be gone for a little bit. <laughs> the call seems to be going, but yeah, no, we I'm lost. Not forgotten. We lost Zeki Booger. Zeki Boogler. Um, but yeah, the the music was atrocious. Yeah. I don't think that Bruce Willis is the right guy to play the character RJ. I don't think so either. Like, maybe when Die Hard was coming out in the early 90s, could he have done it with, like, a kind of young, kind of roguish, like, look at this little scamp kind of activity. But in 2006, it just really ain't happening for Bruce, for old Bruce Willis. Well, and he's already at a point in his career where he's kind of like a certain guy in each movie. I'm not going to say typecast because it's not that because he can. I feel no, like he's, he's typecast. I, I, so you can say it. To, to a certain extent. But um, he's typecast as Bruce Willis. I he just, just feel plays like you, himself. Could, you could find a much more like cunning actor to portray that that role than Bruce Willis, dude. A cunning linguist. Okay, a cunning linguist for sure. Yeah. Who do you think would be better at playing RJ? Bradley well, Cooper? That's what I was trying to think. Well, I mean, no. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Toby McGuire? Siberia? <laughs> oh, God. The squirt queen? <laughs> yes. He's just screaming yeah. from... Dude, this from movie would have been better if the squirt queen was in it. <laughs> Could have been if it you was... Guys, I, and this is going to sound kind of fucked up, but... When I was falling asleep last night, I've been getting a lot of 
Um, and if Rob listens to this, you can, he can attest to this is I've been getting a lot of like weird 3d, like cartoon porn recently from a lot of people in my life. People are, like, people are willingly sent. and unwillingly. Like sometimes I don't really want it. Like Rob sent me some like call of duty porn. A <laughs> oh couple my weeks God. Ago. That's pretty good. Cause but, you guys are gamers. Like, when we were talking about, uh, open season, you know, we found the, uh, the, the ring of muscle like thing. Yeah. <laughs> that set us up on a train. Asleep last night. I was like, do you think that there's like a, like a Vern and like the skunk or something, you know, or like RJ on like that weird. John, are you pulling like, it up? I'm woman looking, that runs in the neighborhood, you know, I'm looking it up. John's looking it up currently. Okay. Dude, God damn it. I, I was telling myself today. I was like, every time we talk about this shit. We can we try, we find some porn about it online. Yeah. I'm not even yeah. going incognito mode, dude. Zach, maybe I should. Did I'm you gonna see go the incognito. Prince Charming, um, Shrek porn? Where Shrek? Um, no, I didn't get sent anything, but okay. I can, I think I can imagine it right now. Yeah. It's Shrek entering Prince Charming. It's pretty great, wow. dude. Did we find some it, Mike? We found really, Mike really Wazowski porn. We like found some Monsters Inc. porn. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> M- Monsters Inc. porn out there. Uh, wow. Yeah, Mike Wazowski and um, what's her name? Cecilia. Cecilia. Yeah. Cecilia Belia. Yeah. Or is it just Celia? I think it's just Celia. Celia, maybe. Yeah. The little kid. No. <laughs> no, no, that's boo, dude. Yeah. I don't think. I hope there's no okay. boo porn. No, the, say, what the fuck? Man? Over the hedge, full movie porn videos. Should I look that? Up? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is that a Google suggestion? I'm gonna look it up right now, too. Oh, these are all live action. That's a shame. Uh, I'm just gonna type in over the hedge porn. That's what I did. But I did want to mention gonna images real quick. There was one thing that I did. Oh, oh, dude, I found... Oh, that is so fucked up. I gotta go to images, too. Oh, my God, what is it? Oh, it's, there's it's the... literally the, the two, like... Possums. Possums yeah, that I are, thought... like, father-daughter doing it. <laughs> the next one is a uh, hammy looking at a woman's vagina, I think. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, yeah. And that's weird. That's like RJ a comic as a strip. woman with, like, very voluptuous boobs. There's one of the... Possum getting double penetrated, fucked by a man. Yeah, yeah. I don't care for that. A lot of possum stuff. There's one that's I think that's it, sweetie. Just played dead for daddy. Oh god. (laughs) Oh, there's a disturbing (laughs) one of the squirrel. (laughs) Oh my god. Do you see that one? That's deeply upsetting. Oh, there's one of 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 the squirrels fucking the lady. Let's see. Oh my dude, that's the skunk. Right? Dirty animal stopping stop touching my dits. <laughs> the hammy is saying she all wet. She wants us. Oh, that's disturbing. Oh my God. They have little human dicks. There's one with RJ with a set of big tits. <laughs> Do you see that one? Yeah. That is great. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, the the stuff that makes the animation, I mean, it makes the animation style is upsetting to me. 
Yeah. Here's another one of RJ. Why are all these ones have RJ with tits? (laughs) Don't ask me. Dude, there's a cosplay of it. There's some like real woman dressed up as uh, one of the possums with boobs. I have yet to see any with Vern, though, to be honest with you, which was what we were looking for in the first place. Yeah, that's so true. So much RJ with tits. I, I hate it. I don't understand it. I'm gonna I didn't go incognito, so I got to clear my history. <laughs> I did. I made the decision. I'm, I added Vern to my search. Oh, no, nothing. Oh yeah, he's spreading his ass cheeks. Yes. <laughs> That's it. There, oh my god, there's one of the bear. That's very disturbing. <laughs> I feel like in the three podcasts we've done, I've just become desensitized. We've just looked at a lot oh my of God, furry dude. porn. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's too much. It's hurting my brain. Yeah. Bookmark, save for later. I mean, I didn't do that. Um. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So, okay. I mean, to nitpick, but. But you're going to go ahead and pick nits. I'm picking a little bit of a nit. They built this entire huge subdivision of like a hundred homes in a winter. Yeah, especially it's crazy that they would do it over winter. Yeah. It's also crazy how much like technology RJ knows. <laughs> Thanks, Siri. It's Thanks, uh Siri. it's also crazy like that they fucking <laughs> that they fucking <laughs> I don't. Sorry, I don't know why the fuck Siri did that. That was weird. Yeah, fuck you, Tim Cook. Yeah. You're listening. Um, <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, oh, he knew how to use a cell phone. He fucking knew all the rituals of human consumerism. Yeah, <clears throat> to its core. I don't know how. Yeah, dude, where the fuck that. is the continuity, DreamWorks? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, DreamWorks. If you're not, you buttheads. If you don't give a shit about the continuity, at least get the music right. Don't. Also, dude, like the movie is called Over the Hedge, and I think that the bear is the only one that actually goes over the hedge. They That's just go so through true. it. They, they just always go through just it. go through the. They hedge. all just go through it. Like Amen. what? I. You know, I did. That was one thing I did like is how there's like two scenes where they just like, you know rip off the 2001 space odyssey like monolith yeah shot and i liked I, that i did like that uh like the Dude, first there are like 10 references in this movie that while i was watching it with metal last night i was like what a fucked up reference why would you put citizen kane in yeah I do. exactly yeah what the dad possum says rosebud yeah, like, as he dies rosebud. and i was like <laughs> come on come on such a weird like so these po- this possum has seen this possum has lived in its whole life. It doesn't know anything about human civilization, but it somehow but knows. But it knows Citizen Kane. It knows Citizen Kane. <laughs> I guess that's just like instinct. Human or any animal has that imprinted on its brain. It's like Donkey knows pop music. <laughs> exactly. Donkey gets the classic rule in DreamWorks of Donkey knows pop music. You know, they right. break their rules. <clears throat> Aren't aren't governed by any kind of continuity or so I had this movie mixed up in my brain, like what what I thought this movie was going into it because I had remembered seeing it in theaters, but I hadn't seen it since then. And what I had thought it was was it was split between these animated critters 
And then the another half of it was a live action story of Brendan Fraser and this like homeowners association lady being these suburbanites who are kind of victimized by these animals, you know? Sure. What I realized watching this is I just kept watching it and Brendan Fraser never showed up and never showed up and never showed up and all the humans were 2D2 is I looked into it and I can't remember what it's called now, but there was another movie that came out like a few years after that was Brendan Fraser and some live action animals essentially trying to destroy a subdivision. Some real animals. Yeah, yeah, like real fake animals you know? real fake animals yeah yeah gotcha. yeah or real. fake real animals are they fake real animals or real fake animals oh shit i think they're fake real animals yeah more more accurately yeah for sure than like fake cartoon animals or whatever um it's a but good yeah, question. I had I had molded the two together in my brain into like what I thought was one movie. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. The other movie. <laughs> 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 what is it called? I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> I do like Brendan F- Fraser, and I would like to. How could you not? Yeah, maybe we could add that one to the list. Uh, sounds like a series. Is Brendan Fraser the Verminator? No. It's not Looney Tunes back in action. It's Furry Vengeance. It's a 2000 Amer- 2010 American comedy film directed by Roger Cumble. <laughs> nice. Uh, produced by Robert Simmons and Keith Goldberg and written by Michael Carnes and Josh Gilbert. Uh, co-produced by Imagination Abu Dhabi. Wow. So that's cool. Nice. Yeah, they're Where did nice. you guys watch this? <clears throat> I haven't like seen this Hulu? shit. We rented it on Amazon Prime. Are you talking about Over the Hedge? Yeah. Yeah, dude, I rented it for $4. Yeah. And all my money. <laughs> dude, uh, we have spent so much money on like movies that it's just so weird to like as a 24-year-old have spent like so much money on kids movies in the past like month. Yeah, Did I, uh, we're keeping people in right now. I'm residuals. Of, uh, um, over the hedge and Blazer Twenty One on the first of June two thousand six said it's lots of fun for all ages, and I found most animated films to be lame. All right, Blazer Twenty One. <laughs> yeah. All right, Blazer. Yeah. This is Blazer. Laser. <laughs> Blazer. What up, boys? We out here. Dude, this he is says. Blazer. He says such a breath of fresh air after ice age the meltdown which should be called ice age the letdown oh, 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 fuck, oh bro. Just wow. he says it's original funny well-paced and very easy to sit through shit i did I not would disagree with all of that yeah yeah it was very difficult to sit through i wanted to get up and leave so for like the last half of it but shit dude r.i.p the ice age franchise Wow. I mean, is it dead? Do we know if, if after and when that there will roast, be a new after that roast? <laughs> They're done. They're DOA, <laughs> dude. They're dead on arrival, bro. It also made uh let's see, its budget was eighty million. Its cumulative worldwide gross was three hundred and forty million dollars. Over the hedge? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's opening weekend of the US, it made forty million dollars. 
And it didn't even get a sequel, dude. That wasn't enough for fucking That's Jeffrey crazy. Katzenberg at DreamWorks. Go fuck yourself. We want the over there <laughs> sequel. Just uh, kidding. I don't want that. I do can not. we start a petition? Well, dude, any improvement yeah, change. would be org. an improvement. Change.org slash Did you start say... a, uh, um, Over the Hedge 2 production. Yeah, yeah. That That's the URL. <laughs> Go to it right now. People and sign. Sign up. Sign the petition. Uh, yes, I did just say. A dish petition. You said any improvement would be an improvement. Yeah. I wish I hadn't That's very that. insightful what you said. I wish I hadn't said that. I wish I had not said that, baby. But yeah, I dude, th- this is uh, the least amount of notes I think I've taken for any of. I didn't movie. take a single one. Yeah, I just didn't give a shit you about know who this. Really I'm sorry. thought that this movie was funny. Yeah, there, it was had its moments. I did like when Hammy drank the caffeine and slid down time. Yeah, that was pretty good. I did like that. Yeah, I think my favorite scene out of the whole thing is when. Um, the little porcupine is he goes to like turn on the TV and it's the THX thing. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like sitting on there and just like I vividly remember as a young kid putting in DVDs and the THX comes on and you're like, Holy fuck, that is loud. <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. really relate to sitting on the remote getting blown back and having quills thrown out of my back. Yeah. It's I like think, an air raid siren. Yeah, dude. They also made a joke about that in the Simpsons movie. Mm-hmm. Which also came out in two thousand six, so is it fair to say that 2006 was the peak of THX jokes in movies. It was the golden age of THX yeah. jokes. Yeah. The simpler times, you know, those were the good old days, baby. Back when we just joked about <laughs> production company, uh, what do you even call that? What are those? It's, it's not like a logo, but a little stinger. Stinger. Is Animatic you... title card. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Stinger. She jabs him with a stinger. She jabs him with a stinger. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um, yeah, let's see what lousy notes I have. There's some good, like, Minnesota accent, or just kind of, like, Midwestern accent work in this. Yeah. I thought, you know. Also, Dwayne LaFontaine. I did like Dwayne LaFontaine. <laughs> yeah. He's crazy. He's just totally twisted. Those like he's devices. He's so twisted. He dude. sets up and so it's always twisted. funny to me how they like in some of these animated movies. In some of these animated movies, you like, know. Like Over the Hedge and Toy Story. I'm I think sick of it. Fucking Sid, you know. There's like Sid always the like one really twisted guy that like wants to like Sid really do some harm. No, Sid in a Toy Story that like Toy Story. Sid. Yeah, dude, that was another thing. When she gets her hair burned off, I was like, oh my god, that looks like Sid. <laughs> it does look like Sid. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, I just mean like the Verminator is just wants to harm these animals in such a twisted way. He's so twisted. He's like He's a pretzel. So demented. He's possessed. He's possessed. If you go on IMDb and type in like. Sid. Over the hedge. You can get to a thing that says parent guide. 
Nice. And there are seven references to sex and nudity, 39 references to violence and gore, two instances of profanity, two instances of alcohol, drugs, and smoking, and then 10 instances of frightening slash intense scenes. Jesus Christ. I don't think there were 10 instances of frightening yeah. scenes, but that's the only thing uh, I have a problem with. Sex and nudity is pretty good. Uh, while trying to disguise as a skunk, a cork is shown. And we hear the skunk scream while it is presumably inserted into the backside. Okay, we need to talk about that. Because that was yeah. one of the most fucked up parts of the movie was like, they shove a cork up her ass. Yeah. Like, she can control farting or not, dude, or, stick, or spraying out stinky spray. Right. Skunks yeah, have control over that. There. You don't need to. And fucking Vern does it with relish. Yeah. He does it with relish. He covers it with a pickle relish. And then he shoves <laughs> it up her butt. Yeah, it's a pickle relish. Not the best choice there. There are other options, I think. But Like an aioli? But, I mean, she didn't know how long she was going to have to last. Like, maybe it's best to keep it plugged up to prevent any... You it know, didn't like, seem like it was consensual. I don't think she asked for it. That is true. They, yeah, that, you're right. Yeah, that's... And then, yeah, I mean, I think like before it happens, she's like, What's the cork for? Like, what what do we need this for? And they're like, You'll see. Yeah, right. (laughs) You'll see. That would be pretty uncomfortable if you weren't. The violence and the gore is pretty good, too. It's like a woman is seen trying to hit animals with her broom. A large bear is shown in several scenes with pointed claws and teeth and a scary deep voice. A woman punches and kicks police officers. Hey, <laughs> hell yeah, we stand, bitch. Yeah, we do. A woman shoots a pink flamingo replica and its head is knocked off. <laughs> that is a violent, disturbing imagery to see a decapitated flamingo lawn ornament. <laughs> I wonder what the profanity is. Let's see. Two mild anatomical terms, ass and butt. One religious exclamation, oh my god. Three mild exclamations, jeez, heck, and dang. I don't want my kids to see anything with dang in it. There's name calling as well. Vermin, stupid, ignorant, scoundrel, and dirtbag. That's offensive. You stupid, ignorant, vermin, scoundrel, dirtbag, you. (laughs) Oh, jeez, heck, dang, boy. Oh, heck. Oh, my God, jeez, Oh, my heck, God, Connor B, did you just hear that mild exclamation he said? Jeez, hey, heck, and dang. Wait for this. Shut the crap up, boy. I don't want you Shut to... Shut the heck up, man. Shut I don't the want, front door. I don't want you to say the B word. Shut your crudding mouth. Shut your crudding mouth. The B word is butt. <laughs> B-U-T-T butt B-U-T-T butt Don't be saying it That's your Don't backside. be thinking about that butt That's your rump That's your rear end That's your rear I'm gonna tan your hide Connor B Yeah this movie sucks Um <laughs> Um Does she So does she pull the cork out Voluntarily Or no, does it, it I think she just squirts it out <laughs> so then why does it even need to be there it's not doing its job oh, she gasses the house dude yeah yeah and, and it like blows have, like, up a gas mask or any armor or anything so like they're just totally screwed they're all just gonna be stinky yeah dude totally stinky but the critters don't care about being stinky yeah. that's what sets them apart yeah i 
I thought Vern was really annoying. At first, I kind of liked him because I like Gary Shandling, but the character was just like a fucking nerd, dude. He's just a lame, lame. He's harsh in everybody's vibe, dude. What a nerd, bro. What he a was, nerd. He wasn't chill, dude. Totally a wet blanket. <laughs> he wasn't uh, even gaming. I feel like he's not exhibiting. Gaming? Yet. Yeah, dude, he wasn't even gaming, dude. dude. Wow. Wow. I know, dude. Only cool people game, am I right? Only real gamers game. Um Do you think I would agree with that? Do you think uh who do you think is the biggest gamer in Over the Hedge? I have an answer um, for you. I bet it's a Dwayne a love all thing. Yeah, I bet he games. Yeah, his KD. I would agree with that. Time. I'd agree with that. I bet he's dropping in this very evening. Yeah, dude. You guys trying to drop in? He had a gas mask, like totally like armor plate stocked up with a satchel. Like he was set, bro. Bro. Yeah. That's the skin I'm trying to get, dude, is the Dwayne LaFontaine skin. (laughs) (laughs) Do they make it? Yeah, you can get um you can get like your character in Call of Duty Warzone switched to Dwayne LaFontaine if you want to. If you want you to. Run around, you can get I'm it switched Berman if you want to. Yeah. If you want to. If you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to take a little piss break? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. Have we even started our beat by beat yet? No. No. Do we want to do we even want to do a beat by beat? Is it worth it? <laughs> Maybe we'll talk. I think we should just continually talk shit about it, cause yeah, we'll continue to talk shit about it. But first, uh, we're gonna make Piz come out of our little wee wee. You know what movie I wish I had watched instead of this? Literally anything. I wish I had watched specifically Austin Powers and the Spy Who Shagged Me. So oh that I could God. watch Fat Bastards introduction to this to the world <laughs> again, you know, so I could watch him go, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, I want my baby back. Chillies, baby back ribs. Would you I like shit about chilies, man? I work there. That's a good company to work for. Would you like some chicken? I've got more. <laughs> this little crumb is trying to hop up here. What up? What up? Welcome back to you. Quarantine Companion. This little salacious crumb is trying to get in my lap. That being me, Hooks, with my faithful crow host, my very own talking crow host. Yo. And I'm going to call. And we got uh, Zinky Blagger here today. What's up, Grade 10. Still sophomore, baby. (laughs) You're a super sophomore. (laughs) A quadruple super duper sophomore, baby. Zany Bowglass rated PG for pilot games. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Zany Bowglass. Have you ever heard that story, John, of the pilot games? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. When we were doing the the Nutcracker, when Connor was the the Nutcracker prince and I was the the fucking ugly ass mouse, I got oh, shafted yeah. into doing the shitbag role of the whole thing. <laughs> We've all you been there. It. Don't even lie, you loved it, you bastard. We were uh, we were doing a rehearsal at the Civic Center, like nights, like a couple of nights before the the actual show went on, and there was this like very odd military man. From yeah. the Marines, I believe. That was, was it Sergeant Mullen? Part of the crew. <laughs> no. This is at the point where, like, 
on your like iPod touch, you had like sick games you bought from the app store. Like Temple Run. Temple Run. Yeah, I had, I had Doodle this game Jump. where you were like a pirate ship or something. And he <laughs> like walked up to me while I was playing this game. Like it wasn't his like turn to be on stage. And he just like came up behind me and I heard breathing and I looked behind and he just asked me, are you really playing a pirate game? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that was the whole thing. And I was like, yeah, man, this is like, this is my shit here. And he's like, oh, okay. Are you really playing a pirate game? <laughs> so weird, dude. dude. And then also we had one other run in with him where we got done with like the show and Connor and I saluted. Oh, yeah. And he walked up to us and he was like, yeah, bro, it's nice to like, you know, like show love for the Marines, man. But if you're going to salute, do it with the right hand, okay? Yeah. Like, don't do it with the wrong hand, man. Like, you're and you just look like the an Marines, idiot, bro. Dude. He came up and was so fucking serious about it. Yeah, he was pretty mad at us for using the wrong hand to salute the crowd. I'm going to, anytime I fix salute at someone, I'm going to intentionally use my left hand yeah, from sure. this point on. And you're going to be like, are you really playing a pirate game? Are you really playing a pirate <laughs> game? Did he come up to you uh, a little bit later and say, you saw that gay man's penis when he was doing your makeup yeah was that was bizarre <laughs> i don't know if i want to talk about that that was weird um in high school uh my makeup was done at one point by a man who was naked um for ballet and yeah he was sitting down on like one of those like folding fucking picnic metal chairs uh right in front of me and it was like totally weird because i i had never really worn makeup before and it was totally getting kinked on and uh and Were then you also, also naked and then the, no dude i was in my full fucking costume <laughs> but he it just so happened he was the cavalier and they have to wear like a i guess a leotard like or something a little more like skin tight and so he had to strip down all the way but it just seemed weird at the time uh, like out of place, like there, it, it, it wouldn't, it didn't take him that long to get undressed. Like it seems like you could probably just like still do your, you know, co-stars wink, uh, makeup in full clothes, but mm -hmm. yeah, that's neither here nor there to not do it that way. That's neither here nor there. It's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you were playing a pirate game. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you were playing, playing a pirate game. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really, really playing a pirate game? <laughs> <laughs> the audacity of him to ask me if I'm playing a pirate game was off the charts. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. You, can I get something off my chest here with you boys here on the podcast? Sure. Yeah, well, I don't know if I've need? ever recounted this memory before, but I was in youth theater a bit as a boy. Yeah. I was okay. in in fifth grade, I think. I was in a production, or maybe sixth grade. I don't know, one of the two. I was in a production of, uh, I think, Cinderella, maybe? What? I don't know. But for in some sort of play, and I was bad and like a, a tiny little kid, but they just have to put him in a role somewhere, you know? So I was like a juggler. 
So I had to learn to like juggle just like scarves or whatever, which is pretty easy. Yeah. Um, like the scarves that like float in the air for a little while. Sure. Yeah. 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 You know the type. You, <laughs> you know, know the, the type of scarves. You I'm know what I'm about. talking about. Okay. Okay. And uh, <laughs> that we had just like very limited cues, but it was just like, you know, know your cue or whatever. But around this time, I uh, obtained, maybe that's not the right word. <laughs> I I was uh, in a bit of a dalliance with my first ever girlfriend at the time. Oh, <laughs> oh spicy. And, and yeah, dude, a classic 12-year-old young love romance. Um, and uh, one night one show night she and i were like playing fucking uno or something and i just oh. like was like oh fuck that's my call but i like didn't want to go and i was like i can go later i can go later i can go later and then i just was like oh fuck i gotta do it and just like hastily threw on all my shit but then yeah like went out late and with like my costume askew <laughs> 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 and was so just like mortified by it like i shouldn't have just gone at all oh shit but like went out and it had like the director or whatever coach me and be like if you're late like that and your costume isn't on right like just don't come out <laughs> and i was like horrified by it and it was like a memory that still makes me gives me anxiety to this day but for many years was one one of the classic like 3 a.m until i was like 16 maybe did i stop thinking about it regularly sure you're, <laughs> you're just haunted by it uh yeah it feels good to talk about yeah. it though you know did i have yeah. a memory like that in uh, elementary school with don stone no shit the trumpet player yeah. the trombonist the trombonist forgive me oh, yeah, oh okay yeah. uh, at one of my uh many coveted lovely uh christmas shows you know they always have some silly like all the kids get up there and sing like christmas jingles yeah and all the moms come with their big like shoulder strapped video cameras yeah i uh my mom was in the front row recording me doing this like solo part <laughs> like having this like solo sing singing part and i like gave her the universal love sign you know like the pointer the pinky and the thumb yeah and for whatever reason don stone thought that that ruined his entire playwright <laughs> and uh the next day we went to class and he played that back thrice in front of the whole class and was like you ruined the show oh my god, oh my god. and i was like eight and he played it back and I was like, oh, I get to see myself like singing. And he paused it when I like hold it up to my mom. And he was like, you see this, kids? You see this right here? Like, this is how you ruin a play. Oh my God. And I will then say. He like rewound the tape and then said the same thing three separate times in front of like 80 like elementary school kids. And I almost daily. Whenever I do something wrong, I'm like, what would Don Stone say to me right now? You ruined the whole play. That's what it said. Here. Uh, you ruined the <laughs> you entire the play for me. It's funny because knowing you as I do that did nothing to repress the the ham inside of you, the class clan. 
Right. You know? Yeah, dude. You know, I was I was getting a little joke out of that. You know, I had to I had to give it to my mom, you know. I had to I had to show her some love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you as you went on to be, you know, kind of a famous jokester, do you think Don Stone's um attempt at shaming you for that only made you more determined to stick it to him and continue to to do to do Yeah, dude, I would say just like that moment I was like all the Don Stones in the world just like check out all my jokes. He right. said how my ass tastes butt munch. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the new hooks catchphrase. It's actually really <laughs> uncomfortable because I've seen him multiple times throughout the years. Hmm. And just like every single time I've seen him, I'm just like maybe not patiently, but I'm waiting for him to just be like so do you remember in second grade when yeah. you threw up the universal love sign and ruined my play? Like we haven't <laughs> talked about it, so the trauma is still there. Sure. Do you remember and I'm when waiting I waiting ruined... for him to be like, Do you remember when you ruined my play like twenty years ago? You ruined my play. You ruined yeah. my play. So you think it still eats at him like daily? I think by it day. eats him out daily. It eats him out daily. Yeah, I think yeah. he's like I think he thinks about it just as much as I do, and I'll be honest, I think about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that I'm like You're going to therapy I don't really for think it. I fucked up, but apparently I did and like weirdly enough, my mom was also just as mad at me as Don Stone was, which doesn't make any sense to me because I was showing my mom love. You, you were know? showing like, her love, dude. What was the do you know what the production was that you ruined so egregiously? Dude, no, and that's all just kind of like not very vivid memories because I do remember in the second grade, like months later, I was like a fish in a play about the sea. And <laughs> I did the same thing. Apparently Don Stone was not pissed about you yeah. know, me throwing the love sign as the fish, you know? But only in... Uh... Only in the Christmas program when all the single moms are there, you know. Is it fair that to say that you started the war on Christmas by doing that? <laughs> I think it's completely fair. I think Don Stone sent it to Bill O'Reilly and friends. And yeah. Bill O'Reilly was like, you see this little kid here? <laughs> He's yeah. disrespecting a, a Christmas, Christmas play. <laughs> they thought you were like throwing up the devil horns or something yeah. like that. And they're like, oh my God, the war on Christmas. Dude, it's, it's, it's also really fucked up for me too because like I think back on it and I know that like I was young enough to like not know what like flipping somebody off was or just like. Like, I vividly remember just, like, throwing up the love sign and then going to, uh, like, his recorder class the next day. Yeah. And he was just like, you asshole, you ruined my play. All the families are going to hate me. I'm never going to write a play again. I'm never going to be in any other, like, production. It's like, all right, man. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you certainly stuck it to the man, my friend. Did you guys ever watch Summer Heights High? No. What is that? It's a show. It's an Australian show where it's like set in a, a high school, like a private high school in Australia. But this one male comedian plays three characters. He plays like a kid from Tonga, which is maybe racist. And... Uh, uh, like a teenage girl who's like real stupid, but then he plays this like flamboyant, uh, 
high school music teacher who like uh, uh, the plot of it is like a girl at the school dies of a drug overdose or like maybe even doesn't but it's just like a rumor Mm -hmm. and so he writes a whole school musical based on this girl (laughs) supposedly overdosing on drugs holy shit Um, and it's really funny but he just gets like it's it's the classic thing if he's like he's so invested in it as like a creative where he's like i'm an auteur this is my project this is my and then they're like no you're a teacher and you can't do this and he like quits in protest and he's like fuck you janice fuck you you fat bitch and he's like actually i like you and then he's like just leaving he's like i'm going fuck everybody and it's really funny um just in australia it's like I, I, i don't know how funny that show would be if they were all normal american accents but the, everybody doing everything in an Australian accent makes it funnier. Right, for sure. Know? Absolutely. But uh, it makes me think of that, of just like, you know, this like music teacher um, who's like, or like in Arrested Development when Tobias directs the uh, school play. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know, and, and they're just like, he's just like desperate about it and he's so caught up into it. And he like reads a review in the school newspaper from a sophomore who doesn't like it. And he's like, what does she know? And then he's like sobbing in the, <laughs> yeah, in the shower. And I'm picturing that type of situation where he's just like, you know, thinks that he's a big fish in, in a little pond and he's trying to, you know, do this big thing. And you just like ruined his uh, auteur's vision, you know, of this Christmas. And I also, play. uh, sure. Just another really good fact about Don Stone is I ruined his uh, talent show as well. If that makes means anything to you. <laughs> you you destroyed this man's life and career. Yeah, I'm sorry to <laughs> think that maybe you deserved his comments. <laughs> Did I uh, actually you ruined like, maybe a week ago talked about this story for the first time in a very long time and most of my laughing was because I was so just wildly uncomfortable at what I had done. <laughs> What did you do? I'm so intrigued. Dude, my uh, my talent show was to juggle. Speaking of juggling scarves. Speaking of. And uh, were you juggling scarves? I had these two like beanie babies. <laughs> and my act was to juggle two beanie babies. But when you juggle things, it has to be more than two. Right. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I got up on stage in front of the entire school from first, uh, like fifth grade. And I, if you can picture it, I'm holding two beanie babies in both hands. So I have two total and I like throw the right one up, put the left beanie baby in my right hand and then throw that up and catch the one that's falling. That's pretty good. I understand. That was and your I did that for five and a half minutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> like the limit was supposed to be like four, but now that I think back on it, like they were just like so intrigued by me. <laughs> <laughs> was it silent? Was there a juggling? Like, okay, if you can picture, just like hold two things in your hands and just like toss them. That's no, literally I... what I did for five and a half minutes as a second grader. <laughs> and like I got like done and the teachers were like, All right, yeah, Zach Begley like juggling and I think one teacher clapped for me <laughs> and I just remember sitting back in the crowd being like, What have I done? What did I do? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> do Why yeah, did I not impress? Was yeah. there any like back 
backing music or anything to that, or, or was, was it, it just, just like silent? Nope. It for, was fully quiet <laughs> for five minutes. <laughs> for five and a half minutes, like oh two hundred and thirty kids just watched me like toss beanie babies in opposite hands. Well, I would like to see that. Yeah, I, yeah, really I like don't know if my it. mom was there because I definitely didn't throw up like the universal love sign to her. Yeah, well, and you would have if she was there for sure. Can we get yeah, an would have, and then John Stone would have been like, first of all, your juggling sucks, but second of all, like you ruined my talent show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you ruined my talent show. When I was in kindergarten, I did a talent show. I was in Taekwondo at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh my so God. I was like, I'll do a Taekwondo routine. Only to get up there on stage and realize I didn't remember any of it and I had barely <laughs> learned it. And so I just like made up some kind of like doing kicks and like karate <laughs> chops and stuff and like a gi. <laughs> and uh, it was sweet, dude. It was tight. Yeah, I mean, it's good improvising skills at least. Sure, we should yeah. set up a talent show in Missoula and I can juggle two Beanie Babies. John, you can like do some weird Taekwondo. Connor, think- you can... Be pushed Eat cereal a, out of your chest hole or something. Yeah, dude, or I can be pushed in a baby stroller somewhere. I can only say <laughs> that uh, my fake imaginary karate skills have only gotten better. Sure. So, have you practiced? Are you sure you're not mixing up the Aikido guy with your talent show Aikido? Oh God, yeah. No, those are two separate memories. Dude, you no, it's like a Bruce Banner Hulk situation where you like became this figure for like a certain amount of time and don't remember it. Or, or you remember it, but you sort of dissociate from it. You think I like transmorphed into an Akita <laughs> and just started and children. beating the shit out of like people in your gym class or whatever it was. I think more people would remember that <laughs> if that happened, <laughs> you know, then then don't even remember the real thing that happened. That is a valid point. <laughs> I think everybody at that talent show remembers me juggling. <laughs> you stole the show. Yeah, it's imprinted. You know, to this day, I bet if I was to bring it up to some of my uh, four Georgians class of 2005 or whatever, you know, they'd be like, "You really did steal the show, go Huskies, go Huskies, dude! You do, bro. You crushed the piece de la resistance. The piece de la resistance. It's fun to say French." Words, dude, and phrases. Ah, we we. Il croquet. Un, un, deux, trois. You know. Yep. Um, Crow, do you have any uh, embarrassing childhood memories of stage performances? Stage performances. Um. Yeah, I feel seriously hurt, Mister Stone. So I was assigned to. I, I was a part of this class that was called Odyssey of the Mind, and every year we did this thing. Uh, we did a Renaissance fair, and one year I was assigned to perform uh, like some parts of King Lear alongside one of my classmates, but. It, I didn't give a shit about any of it. I just thought it would be sweet to like dress up in a clown costume and put on a little like Burger King crown. (laughs) And like, so I get up on the stage and I guess like my mom or something had, you know, heard me talking about it and like told like some of her friends and stuff and people to show up and stuff. 
And so, like, all these people were watching me. Well, me and my friend didn't know anything about King Lear. So we get up there and we're, like, really too stupid to, like, improvise, I think. And so we just get up there and we just started, like, dancing around and doing, like, jigs together and stuff. And, like, no one really thought it was funny. And after we were done, after we were exhausted, maybe after four and a half minutes, uh, we just collapsed and... Then they started clapping, and it was the most pity clap <laughs> fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> I, I, I've never felt lower. And I've never I felt. Mean, and to their credit, <laughs> you were supposed to be doing a scene from King Lear, I know, dude. and you just came out in a clown costume and did a jig. <laughs> I know. but we thought it was hilarious but no one else thought it was funny and it's just looking back it's so cringy thinking about it now it's like jesus christ man it's so cringy they were all probably like god damn it dude like you know we didn't talk about last week was the fact that Gingy canonically ends his run in shrek by getting eaten by fat puth fat puth and boots yeah rest in peace I don't know if we saw him when they turned back to normal. I don't think we did, man. Because it's maybe like if he died in that one timeline, he's dead. In the... Gone but not forgotten. R.I.P. Gingy. I just, Our I, just Gingy. I was like lying awake in bed thinking about it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Certainly. A, we've all been there. We've all been there. One of the more yeah. beloved characters we've come across in this truly, whole series. Truly beloved. Mm-hmm. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. That's fun, though. <laughs> was that a good... Can was you it? still jig, Connor? I, I've i been known to jig. Oh, yeah, I was wearing one of those, like, fucked oh, up jester's hats at one point. Oh, my God. Those aren't fucked up, dude. What are you talking about? No, they're not fucked up, but it was a renaissance. Dude, we got turkey legs there. I've eaten a lot of turkey turkey legs. I don't think it has anything to do with Disney Disney World at all. I think it's only from this. Dude, I could have a turkey leg at a renaissance fair and also have a turkey leg at Disney World. Or are you you saying that I'm I'm conflating these memories? I think you're conflating them. No, dude. I think it's a wrong. false memory. No. A conflation. Yeah, to me. It's a conflation. Yeah. Mind's playing tricks on uh, me. You are conflating. I am conflating two things. Um. Yeah. Um. I don't have maybe. anything to say about over the hedge, man. I have nothing left to say about. I it. I, I, I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, I like didn't. Hard know. to think about something redeeming about the movie. Can you guys think of anything? Did yeah, the only thing is the <laughs> GHX and the porcupine. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, that's a pretty good scene. I liked that. I liked Hammy going in slow mo. Yeah, that was all right though. I mean, just, um, it, it was it. <sighs> I thought pretty much everybody but Bruce Willis gave a pretty good performance but yeah uh nick nolte was pretty good it it was all sort of like in this package that just didn't really make any sense yeah wanda sykes was good she's always she was great gary stanley was good but his character was insufferable you know yeah for sure i thought it was like eugene levy i think is always pretty good but i don't know 
Didn't like the possum thing. I was kind of annoyed by um, the level of just like real superficial satire, a pastiche, you might say, hmm. where it was just like, you know, they would like, I think there's a lot of potential and I guess it's like what the comic strip is about. There's a lot of potential in like comedic and interesting like storytelling potential in like these woodland critters. We hear them talking and them sort of learning and explaining human society to themselves is a mirror back to kind of how absurd we are. But it was just like really quick and like toothless, I thought. And just like really unsubtle and like all of these positive reviews that are out there. Like it's actually kind of satirical too. And I was like, yeah, but in the most just basic, non-offensive, non-controversial way. And I I was thinking about like Wally coming out a couple years later and doing a way better version of that. Yeah. Where it's, you know, you come away with like a stronger impression of what, they're trying to say about things other than over the heads just being like, yeah, people are fat and gross, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, uptight people. That's the only other thing I have to say about it. Uptight rich people with their homeowners associations and shit. Like, yeah, those people really suck. You know. But also, we were talking about Ben Folds earlier. Yeah. Just like one fuck that guy. But yeah, like... We were talking about the cover that he did, and the cover is Rockin' the Suburbs, which is a cover of The Clash's Lost in the Supermarket. Wait, I think he did He did a, also a cover of Lost in the Supermarket, and then I think he, I think Lost in the Suburbs is an original song of his that oh, yeah, also it exists. Ben, it says Lost in the Supermarket. Yeah, Ben Folds, originally by The, the Clash, and yeah. then it says Ben Folds, Rockin' the Suburbs, which is like sort of his play on Lost in the Supermarket by The Clash. That was maybe the worst song of the whole thing. I remember how that yeah. went. It's literally just like it's it's a, a an instrumental that just sounds like one of the free ringtones on like a flip phone. Yeah. That yeah. says like punk rock, but then it's just like rock in the suburbs. Oh, rock in the suburbs. That's all he says. It's just rock in the suburbs. Which is like not even a cool idea anymore, you know? No. Uh, no. If you're being cool subversive idea? in the suburbs, dude, you're making like TikToks of your parents fighting <laughs> and and blowing up that way, you know? Like you're not fucking rocking anything. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jesus Kids Christ. these you, days. You're making videos of your fucking shitty friend and his polo and his, uh, you know, uh, fucking bleach blonde hair. Uh, Polo Ralph taken. Lauren, we lost him. <laughs> we lost Zonky Belgar. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye, but not forgotten, Zonky Belgar. Yeah. Grade 10. Um, we should we it. wrap it up on our end? Yeah. I have nothing left to say. Yeah, me neither, dude. Um, yeah, it's Ben Hooks here on a truncated sort of. Uh, quarantine companion. I'm really excited that I don't have to is calling me. watch any of that anymore. Um, yeah, you want to answer to have him say a goodbye? Hey, man, we were thinking of wrapping up. Do you want to say a quick goodbye? <laughs>
All right, my gamer. Put it, put it right up to the mic. Here you are. You are on the mic. Would you like to say something? Did the phone call just end? Yeah, it totally did. Oh. Well, uh, to all of our uh, good listeners out there, our loving, caring supporters, just, just fuck over the edge. Don't watch it, man. It's just not worth it. Don't, you know? Do not watch this one. Some of them you should. This one don't. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. I don't have to watch any more of these movies. Yeah. <laughs> I think, should we do a, a final ranking, I guess? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Okay. I will go first. And I will say Hoodwink, number one. And open season number two, over the hedge number three. Okay. Zach, you go next. Yeah, I'd say open season hoodwinked, and then just I wouldn't even put it over the hedge on the list. <laughs> just be like, I'd want, I'd rather watch like one man, one jar. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay, Crow, what do you got? I think I absolutely second Zach's take on this. Yeah. Uh, open season has to be the best. Um, although it's not even that good, but, um, <laughs> drunk boog was good. Drunk boog was good. Drunk boog was fucking good. Um, yeah. Hoodwinked is third. Hoodwinked is third. Let's see. Uh, fucking. Yeah, dude. I don't even think over the hedge would make it on this list. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> So disappointed. There's no second place. I'm disappointed in you, DreamWorks. Yeah. You bitch ass. Yeah, you bitch ass. You hit us with something better. Uh, Make over the hedge, too, and make it right. Yeah, thank you. If I could do anything, if if you give me $100 million, you know what I'd do with it? I'd remake over the hedge, (laughs) but this time, I'd get it right. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. You heard. You heard it wow. here. You just heard that come out of my mouth, and I meant what I said. Let's get a response wow. soon. And I said, but, "Yeah, DreamWorks at me, bro. Yeah. I don't fucking care." Where can they find you online? Um, at Cult of Bookman on Instagram. Uh, that's right. Fight. <laughs> if you guys want to take this outside, uh, yeah. Cult underscore of. Underscore Bookman. Also at Quarantine Companion Pod on Instagram. That's still going. I haven't made a post there in a hot second, but maybe I will. Shameless. Um. So yeah, give if us. If this a- ever airs, God bless everyone that listens. Yeah, God bless <laughs> everyone out there who listens, but no one else. Yeah. Well, maybe other people too, but um, yeah, stay safe out there. Who knows what's gonna happen between this and the next episode? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. It might come down. What? Jesus Christ, Mike. Oh, yeah, the second coming, maybe. Yeah, How we spell and come? Uh, C-U-M-M-I-N-G. Okay. Uh, okay. The, we're looking forward to the second coming of Christ. Yeah, we would like on to my see chest. His, we would like to see Christ. Um, Jesus Christ. Hey, that's, you got it, brother. Um, got him. But yeah, I've uh, for this, I've been Hooks, and this has been Crow. Did we already do this? I have been here, yeah. Time is a flat circle, and we've been joined by uh, Zinky Blagger. 
Grinton? That's me. <laughs> the famous juggler and the famous uh, anarchist of Christmas plays. Juggler, warrior on Christmas, lover, um, yep. worker, friend, ally. Rask- ally. Rascal, rapscallion, all of those things. Comrade. <laughs> Comrade. Um, yeah. Stick around. We'll be in your ears in some capacity shortly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, remember who loves you, baby. Yeah, don't eat ass. Don't eat ass. Don't eat ass. (laughs)